Welcome to the Heart of Tibetan Language podcast through Sini, the Sarnath International Nyingma Institute. This is episode 7, corresponding to lesson 5 in the textbook. Before we begin, let's take a moment to listen to the sound of the bell three times. Just relax and enjoy, and let the waves of sound wash over you. This lesson, as before, is going to be about our dear friend Lihila. In this episode, Lihila is travelling back from South India, where she has been attending some teachings. She is going to Dharamsala. We meet her today as she stops in Delhi overnight and takes tea with Dawala, a young Tibetan man who runs the guest house. In this episode, there may be some new terms. There will also be some verbs, together with their auxiliaries, which you may just be beginning to familiarise yourself. So don't worry. As always, meaning should be clear from the context, and you can rely on the English around the dialogue to make sense of the story. So you can just relax and enjoy. This lesson has an audio of the Tibetan called Dungkangla Jia Tungxing, or in English, Drinking Tea at the Guest House. There is also a Tibetan transcript and an English translation of the audio. If you feel like, do check these out after listening to the podcast. So, first, just enjoy the Tibetan. Then I will play the full story with the Tibetan and the English mixed together. And finally, just the Tibetan again. Are you ready? Let's try it together. Dashi 
개요마데인지민지쇠자강최고래가르쳐가쇠자나무쳐가양나배자쳐가투체낭자가르중네디기래라소계랑라배자강슈기인다콩네아말라래콩기체라드마슈기요래 쇠자디 네아말라기 쇠나와래 네부두게 배신부두 투지체 아말라 파유가네래 콩하사네래 콩에 빨라래 콩기체라 둔둑슈기요래 콩캄네래 계란기 파말라 두고 계란마도 요마리배 네 파말라 다동 보무직 여래 콩의 쭉모래 콩깨갈라 롭종은 제기 여래 아래 대배약부래 아니 계란라 파마집에 뺑겨 가져요 아라 아자직 마덕매 아니 참부시라 여래 계란기 아샹당 아니 라속배 뿅겨신다 창마 벨라요레베 콩남초 망채와 벨라요레 이네 수무직 치게라요레 콩파게 레가치게요레 아니 케랑라 산다메베 와라 깨메메 제장 케랑기 동무직 와라 떼나 디그레바 쌤제마지 떼다 디그레 아라 종무제만 망부유 이내 콘조창마 치게와래 개여마래 네 쨈무쨈바인 리일라 was on her way from Karnataka in South India back to Dharamsala in the north. She had attended some wonderful teachings in South India. She was stopping in Delhi for one night and decided to stay in the Tibetan settlement, Manjukatila or Samyiling. It had been a long train ride and she felt tired, thirsty and dusty. She left the grit of the main road behind her as she entered into the shadows of a narrow alleyway. A wave of the pungent smell of the Yamuna River in summer embraced her. But to her, it was the smell of the promise of peaceful rest for the night. As she dragged her bag, She felt comforted by the familiar sound of Tibetan chatter, and her aching eyes noticed the shops and stalls crammed together, abounding with Tibetan artifacts. The prayer flags above her head were lazy in the stagnant heat. Lihila looked up at a faded sign on a doorway, Dower's Guest House. Dawalayi, Junkang. This must be the place, thought Lihila, 
A Tibetan friend had organised it for her, and Dawala should be expecting her. Tashitele Lihila Yarpep Lihila breathed a sigh. She was in the right place. It was a small, dark room with no windows. She noticed the creaking of the old ceiling fan, which offered minimal relief from the sweltering heat outside. She also noticed the young man was polite. When inviting her inside, he is the honorific Pep. Leela smiled with exhaustion. Dawala, a handsome Tibetan man in his twenties, with a cheeky smile, made his way to the door to help her with her bag. Lihila had learned to travel light, but nonetheless, after a long journey, she was grateful for the help. She was happy to have arrived safely and was more than ready to get settled into her room and have a bit of a nap before exploring. She wondered if it would take very long to check in. Tea? Oh, yes, checking in might take a while. Notice Dawala using solcha, the honorific way of saying cha or tea. Now, the grammatically correct form here is min, but be aware that in real life, a lot of people will use me. La mi to tell the truth, hot tea in this weather was the last thing she fancied. But something told Lihila her saying no thank you would not be the end of the matter. She knew Tibetan hospitality well enough by now to know that a tea offer would be repeated. Dawala insisted with charming politeness. And Lihila let herself be ushered into a comfortable looking chair. He was telling her to take, take, but using honorific language, saying, chu, chu. He turned his palm upwards as he gestured towards two thermoses on a low table by Lihila. The two thermoses were covered in floral, pretty decorations, and some cups were already set out. He picked up the pink thermos when he said, Bercha, meaning Tibetan tea. He picked up the blue thermos when he said, Socha ngamo, meaning sweet tea. La mi, mune mi, dangin tungchar. The train ride had entailed a succession of chai procured from passing merchants. She told Dawala, Takin Tungsar, Takin meaning just now or a little while ago, and Tung, the verb meaning to drink. This Tsar syllable at the end means already. So together it is something like, I just had tea. Ke yo mare, yinji minji. She could hear Dawala telling her that it was no problem that she had already had tea just now. Keomare. 
Nihila smiled and assented, realizing that resistance was useless. And in fact, the more Dawala talked about tea, the more she thought maybe it was just what she needed. She fell into the chair, closed her eyes for a moment, and listened to the sound of the ceiling fan. Now that she was seated, it might be nice to stay and relax for a while. Looking around the room, she saw above the front desk some pictures of the family's esteemed lineage lamas. On the wall in front of her was a poster of the Batala Palace in Lhasa, and next to it, an old framed photo of a dusty hillside on which were scattered the buildings of an old monastery. Looking around, Lihila found on the wall behind her was a family photo and a signed poster of some Bollywood movie star. Lihila imagined what it must have been like for Dawala, growing up here between worlds. Her contemplation was broken by Dawala asking her a question. Oh, which tea? There were two choices, but Lihila really didn't mind. She would be happy with either Percha or Soja Ngamo. Lasso, Kerangla. Dawala took her cup and filled it with tea from the pink thermos. Lihila sipped. It was salty and nourishing and in fact rather soothing after her long journey. A small middle-aged woman burst through a hanging door curtain which led to the kitchen. She was wearing a traditional chupa, but with a well-worn t-shirt underneath. It was practical dress in this heat, but it made Lihila think that she dressed like she lived, between worlds. The woman placed some cookies in front of Lihila, welcoming her with a tashidele. Kong nye amalare, kong Lihila said hello to Dawala's mother, Dromala, and told her she had a nice name. It was the Tibetan name of the female Buddha, Tara. Oh yes, thought Lihila. The tea which his mother made was Nyepo. It was very good using the honorific form. Notice that Lihila's reply is in the non-honorific. Jimbo. Dromala smiled at Lihila's question. She didn't answer in words, but gestured to the picture of the Potala Palace on the wall with pride. Dawala was the one who spoke. Kong. Ah, Lhasa. 
Dawala took down a family photo from behind Lihila and showed it to her. A man and a woman stood very straight with two young children. They all looked very solemn and they stood in front of a curtain backdrop of a field of pink flowers. Lihila recognized Dawala and Dromala even without the joyful expressions that they wore in person. A broad-shouldered, stern-looking man, but with kind, wrinkled eyes, peered back through the photo. That must be Dundubla, Dawala's father. Dawala pointed to the picture on the wall with the monastery on it. Ah, Lihila thought. That must be from Dundrup's home in Kham, in eastern Tibet. Lila supposed the other child in the photo was his sibling. Notice here the phrase, Kerang Matok, meaning except for you. That is, except for you, do your father and mother have? No other children? Nye Pamala Tadung Pomuchik Yore Kong Nye Jungmore Kong Gagarla Lobjon Chegiore Ale De Beyakure Lihila was about to ask where in India Dawala's sister was studying. Was she here in Delhi? But before she could ask her question, Dawala spoke again. Ani Kerangla Pamajibe Bunga Kazuyu. Lihila smiled at the question. She had been missing her elder sister a lot lately. Mala Aja Jik Madog me Nani Chambushida Yure. By now, Domala had wandered back into the kitchen. Dawala picked up the thermos again and filled Lihila's half-empty or half-full cup. Lihila asked Dawala more about his family, about his maternal uncles or Ajang, and paternal aunts, Annie, etc. Kirangi Ashantang Ani Lasope Bunga Shinda Tangma Bula Yorebe. Dawala's face became serious for a moment when he explained that most of his family were still living in Tibet. Oh, Lihila wondered what it would be like to have one's family separated. But before she could ask more, Dawala went on and told Lihila about his sumo or maternal aunt that was working overseas. His face lightened as he said it. Lihila didn't quite know what to make of Dawala. He was jolly-natured, but she sensed some loneliness in his smiles. Dawala blushed at Lihila asking if he had a spouse or partner, a zanda in Tibetan. 
Then he flashed Leela his cheeky smile again. Wala, gimme me. Che zang, kerangi, tomuchi, wala, dena, digreba. Leela laughed. Dawala was asking her if she had any female friends to set him up with. Literally to give him. She was pretty sure that he was joking. She decided that she would take him to be. Simde maji, deda, digire, ngala tongmutzemam mangbuyu. Leela joked along lightly, but she was ready for the chat to finish so that she could go upstairs and rest. Ine, kunzu tsangma, chigeware. Dawala waved his hand and laughed. He was just joking around. And he really hadn't meant to offend her. Dawala again picked up the thermos to refill Lihila's cup. But this time, Lihila was on her guard. Still smiling, in a single flowing movement, she swallowed the remaining Tibetan tea from her cup and swiftly replaced it on the table, putting her hand over the rim of the cup so that he could pour her no more soldier. She had taken tea with enough Tibetans by now to have learnt some tea-drinking techniques. Dawala replaced the thermos and understood with certainty that Lihila had really finished her tea. She was ready to check in. He got up and helped Lihila carry her bags to her room. When she was alone, Lihila gratefully collapsed onto her bed and fell into a blissful sleep. Dashitele Lihila Yarpeb Inji Minji Sweja Kang Chogore Kare Choga Sweja Namu Choga Yana Peja Choga Tuche Nang Cha Kare Jungne Digire Lasso Kerala Peja Kang Shugi Yinda Kong Ne Amalare Kong Gitsela Droma Shugi Yore Sweja Di Ne Amalagi Sir Kong 
আনি ケランラパマチベピンギャカツユーマラアジャチマドメガニチャンプシダユレケランキアシャンタンアニラソペピンギャシンダチャンマブラユレペコンナムソマンチェワペラユレイネスムチキチゲラユレコンパゲレガチェ